Do you ever catch yourself thinking, if it could only be that simple, if I could only stress a little less, feel a little freedom a little more, what if it were actually possible to live out each day the way our hearts truly desired? Whether that's a day fully spent doing the things you love, serving in your passion field, or snuggled up with the family at home, each day can be possible of great things. And today, I am taking this conversation and this hope of encouragement and bringing it to the workplace. Yes, you can own your workday, and I'm going to give you a step-by-step guide on how to achieve a successful day of work. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day, all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king of long-winded to-do list and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends, not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 35 of the Best Day Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. It is your host, Haley, and I I'm so excited to be here with you, and I hope you are doing well. I hope your weekend was fabulous. I hope your week is off to a great start. I am so pumped up about today's episode. So pumped up. Today's episode is going to be good. I truly hope today's message can encourage you and give you a sense of direction and a sense of purpose for wherever you are in your walk of life, whether you are fully thriving in your job, in what you do each day, or if you are desperately searching for little glimpses of hope here and there, I hope that this message can speak to you exactly where you are at. Now, I want to keep things as real as possible for you because that is a big, big focus on my heart and any platform that I ever share on is to be real and to be genuine and to be super authentic. And so I'm coming to you recording this episode in complete survival mode. We are battling hand, foot, and mouth here over in our house, and holy freaking cow, this thing sucks, (laughs) okay? We are on day three. I'm probably going to have to get a sub for the next day at work because I don't think my son is in the right condition to be able to go to childcare tomorrow. And it is all hands on the table over here. There's been so many moments in the last 48 hours that my husband and I have looked at each other and have gone, this is freaking hard. This is probably the hardest thing we have dealt with as parents. And you hate it because your son is in so much discomfort and pain and you are just trying all that you can try to just keep 
it moving forward and to not lose yourself in the process. Of course, my number one concern is my son. And thankfully, my amazing husband has taken him to the park for some fresh air and some walking slash running in the jogging stroller for my husband, not for my son. And I am cranking out this episode for you because this matters to me. You matter to me. I want to show up consistently for you because I believe in this and I believe in you. So I just want to say thank you. And I also want to say that if you were listening to this podcast week after week, or maybe you just started listening, I want you to know that nobody's life is perfect. And as much as I try to focus on encouragement and motivation and positive thinking, that's a big part of who I am as a person, my DNA of how I was created to be. But that doesn't mean every day is amazing. That doesn't mean that every day I have this amazing outlook. Heck no. A lot of days I have to fight for it. And then there's days where I don't want to fight for it. And I just want to sit and I want to pout and I want to just be a grump. And that's okay because that is called life. But my hope, my intention, the whole purpose of this very podcast, the best day podcast is to speak encouragement and give you little steps, little tools Ways for you when you are having that hard moment, when you are coasting through the mediocre, when you are searching for a little bit more to give you tangible and tactical advice and steps to get to that place where you can feel good about, where you can be thankful and appreciative and say, you know what? Things aren't well, but I'm doing everything I can and I'm proud of that and it's going to be okay. This is the space for encouragement and this is the space for hope. And I know that there are days where it feels like those two things don't exist. But if you and I together keep moving forward, keep giving ourselves abundant grace and keep walking closer towards our goal, whatever that may be, I can assure you, we will achieve that best day. Okay, now I truly am excited for this episode. So much so that it's going to be good. Now, real quick, I want to take a quick little moment because it's been a few moments since I've done this. So please bear with me. If you have not yet left a review on the podcast, could you do me a big, big, huge favor, please? Oh my gosh, it would, you have no idea what it would do to me if you could simply take the time after you're done listening some point today and go into Apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast and click a review. I would love it if it was a five-star worthy review. If you are enjoying these episodes, if you feel like things are encouraging or you just like hanging out with me through your speakers or your AirPods, it would mean the world. And if you really want to make me have the best day, then feel free to type in a few notes, a few comments in the actual written review to say what you love about the podcast or, hey, this is great. I love listening to this. This is a nice little happiness to the start of my day. Just something that can help make more people find out about this podcast so we can continue to spread the encouragement and the motivation as far possible as we can. Now, thank you. I don't like saying those things. I do not like promoting myself at all. So let's move on to the real bulk of the episode. So today I am sharing with you 10 tips to a better day of work. 10 
things. So your step-by-step guide of 10 things to do to achieve that happier, more successful, more productive workday where you are totally dominating from a happy, positive, healthy state of mind. Specific and easy ways to make your workday great. Now here's the deal. Even if you aren't completely and totally crazy about your job, it is possible to have an amazing workday. Honestly, I love my job. I love being a teacher, but that doesn't mean that there are some days that are hard. That doesn't mean that there are some days that feel unmotivating or some days that you just need a little extra pep in your step to remind you why you love what you do. So I am bringing this list to you with the intention and the purpose of providing you with a little bit of encouragement to allow you to feel more fulfilled during the day. Now, if you are already fulfilled in a job that you love, these tips to help make that joy even more abundant. And if you are struggling in a job you hate, well, take this as encouragement and tips to find on a little bit of goodness despite all the things that may stand in your way. So whether your workday is out in an office or in a classroom or in your makeshift home office between all the kids and all the snacks, Or maybe your workday looks like you as a mama doing literally all the things to keep everybody else's world going. Regardless of what your actual workday looks like and how it is spent, these tips are for you. All right, number one, let's start out with a really solid note here. The first step guide, step-by-step guide to your successful day of work is plan on wearing a really good favorite outfit. Now, if you are in the office, out of the house, in the classroom, or if you are in the home, take time of your day to actually get dressed and to put on a tiny bit of makeup. I'm not saying completely doll yourself up, but do something to give yourself the feeling that, hey, today is going to be a good day because I feel confident in where I stand and who I am. And I truly believe that when you can dress yourself in attire that makes you feel good, that makes you feel confident, it is just going to propel you even further. All right, now here's the deal. I am still over 15 months postpartum now, and still there are lots of things in my closet that I just don't like wearing. I need to probably go through my closet and just get rid of the things that no longer fit right or feel right. But if I find myself behind on laundry, which I usually find myself behind on laundry, and I'm stuck on a Friday where I can wear jeans to work with a low-rise pair of jeans, which I, if I never buy another pair of low-rise jeans, I will be so happy. And I end up wearing an outfit to work where I don't feel confident in because I feel like this doesn't fit my body the way it's supposed to. I'm off all day. It's crazy the actual effect that your outfit can have on you. I'm usually, if there's ever a day at work as a high school teacher where I'm either lecturing five classes straight or maybe I'm lecturing content that is more challenging to teach and I know that, okay, today's going to be a difficult day in terms of my job. Whenever I have those days, I purposely plan on wearing something that completely boosts my mood and my confidence And I want you to do that too. So your first guide to a successful day of work is plan out a favorite outfit, okay? The next time you find yourself a meeting that you're dreading or something that you're really anxious about, 
go ahead and make sure on that day you wear one of your favorite outfits. Okay, number two. The next thing you need to be able to have a successful day of work is a plan. Yes, pretty straightforward, huh? How many of us just go through the motions without an actual plan? You need to know exactly what you are going to do, and you need also a part of that plan to have something to look forward to. Okay, true story. This list was much longer than 10 things, but I really liked having your 10-step guide to a a successful day of work. So I combined a bunch together to narrow it down to 10 concrete things. So that's why number two, you need to have a plan, but I also want you to include in your plan for the day something that you can look forward to. Okay, so let's start with the actual plan. I feel like as a teacher, if you are a teacher, you know that you have a plan because you kind of have to know what you're doing each day in the classroom well before it happens, right? As a high school teacher, backward design and planning out all the units and all the content for the whole semester ahead requires you to do a whole lot of planning up front. Therefore, I usually go into each workday knowing what I teach or what's going to happen in each class. However, I could totally take that to the next step forward by planning out exactly what I am going to be doing in my planning period or planning on, okay, before school begins, this is the task that I need to complete. Or after the school day, before I leave, these are the things I want to refresh and bring back to square one before the next day of work. So wherever you work, even if you are working from the house, even if your job is a full-time mom, which is so incredibly important, whatever your day looks like, start off with a plan. I would love to hear how that changes things for you. Even if it's just a short little list of your top three things, of these are the top three things that I want to do each day. Now, when you create your plan, be realistic. Don't let perfection be the expectation. You want to feel good about what you can hopefully accomplish. So have a plan to know exactly what you're going to do. And then also plan something to look forward to. Find a way in your day to incorporate something that's going to bring you joy, whether that's going on a walk outside, whether that's stopping for a quick errand on the way home to walk through Target. Find something that you know you can look forward to. Number three, a happy commute. All right. I am very passionate about this. This is something that I will be bringing to the podcast as a full episode because I believe in this so much. I believe in really pouring into your commute, the time where you are moving towards your job. Now, for most people, you would think of an actual commute to be your physical car ride into your place of work. While for others who work in the home, I really want to challenge you to find some part of your morning routine that serves as a commute. Now, let's talk to those actually driving into an office space. There is so much power in claiming total victory over your ride into work, okay? For me, I live about 30 minutes without traffic from where I teach. It's closer to 50 minutes with traffic. Now, for me, all of my teaching career, I have had to deal with a lot of time spent in the car, especially when I was coaching and practice would end and it would be about 50 minutes of traffic to get home. 
Now, I know some of you are like, 50 minutes, that's that's easy. But for me, that time in the car is where I can think. That time in the car is where I can reconnect with who I am. It's the time where I can either listen to podcast episodes that I love, that encourage me, that inspire me, that build me up, that teach me something, or I can listen to my favorite playlists that empower me. It's time where I can pray. It's time where I can meditate. It's time where I can connect, where I can talk to family or friends on the phone. I usually save that for the afternoon commute, not the morning commute, because I don't think anyone wants to talk to me on the phone before 7 (laughs) a.m. But there's so much power and purpose to a happy commute. It's a part of getting your mind right. And for me, sometimes that also means being quiet. There's some moments where I just need quiet and stillness. And that's what takes me to the place I need to be before I go and serve my heart out in the classroom. Now, quick note for those working in the home. If you are working in the home, I really believe in having some part of your morning routine serve as this refresh your mind, clear your head. If you are working in the home, maybe this is going on a walk in the morning, taking your baby in a stroller, going on a walk with the dogs, but doing something to physically clear your head, reset your space, and give you this true, fresh connection of, okay, like I'm moving from my wake-up time to now my I am in the zone, ready to conquer all the things. Number four, the right kind of sustenance for you. Okay, so I'm grouping all of these things together here. I'm talking about key to a successful workday means you need to be hydrated. You need to be hydrated. So be sure to have a water bottle that you bring with you, that you have on your desk, on your workspace at all times that you can refill. Something that brings you joy, right? Truly believe in having a water bottle that is reusable, that excites you, that makes you totally excited, right? Yes, that Stanley Cup is totally worth it. I recently saw a friend at work have a smaller size that had the handle, the lid on the top cover and as opposed to the side, which I'm really going to try to go get myself one of those because I feel like that would also be another happy part of my work day. But proper hydration, proper snacks. How many times during your day do you realize your mood is totally changed because you're hungry and there's nothing you can do about it? Lunch, a nutritious, a healthy lunch, something that fills you up, but you feel good about, right? These are things you can plan ahead of time knowing, okay, I'm going to be sure that I have the right things at home when I go grocery shopping for my week to be sure that I can fuel myself the right way. Because if you're not fueling yourself the right way, and I'm talking to myself, I've been there so many times, it makes everything more difficult, more distracting, and more irritable. Also, I have to include my coffee here. For me, my cup of iced coffee is key to every single start of my day. I also recently added to my fridge in my classroom um, some iced coffee with a basic creamer just so if I needed a caffeine pick-me-up in the afternoon, I could easily add a quick little cup there. So things that I know I do that I want you to also do to sustain you the right way based on what your body needs to have the right energy and the fuel to knock out the things. Number five, conversation, community, and camaraderie. All right. When I think of number five, I personally think of the amazing people that I work with and how quick they are to check in on you, to ask if they can help you with anything, to really seek you out and say, hey, how are you doing? Are things okay? And 
no matter where you work, you have to be able to find the right conversation, the right community, and the right camaraderie to support you and to make sure you know that you are not doing this alone. So whether that is an online community that you connect with over social media or your own personal groups that you reach out with, or maybe a morning mom's group out, a church group, or the people that work within your department, make sure each day you don't do it alone, that you don't fall into the isolation trap, which for me, anytime I'm overwhelmed or anxious, I just step into my hole and I feel safe, okay? But Life is meant to be done with people and community, and there's so many elements of joy that can be made and be possible when we just dive on in and let ourselves live amongst the relationships and the people around us. So definitely tip to a successful workday, have conversation, you know, take that extra two minutes, you know, before you dive into your responsibilities to sit and connect and to chat and ask somebody else how they are and to focus that conversation on somebody else, right? Anytime we can flip the script and focus on, hey, how are you doing? There's a lot of power that comes there, okay? Number six, create your own work environment. All right, what I mean here is really truly establish this place that you are working to be a place that is comforting and refreshing and free of clutter and organized and allow you to think clearly and see things clearly. Utilize music if you need to utilize music or have a Spotify playlist going on in the background to set the stage, but create the actual environment that you need to work. Whether that's you're at home and you have a candle going. I always light a candle every single time I record a podcast episode because it refreshes me and calms me. And I love my soft serenity candle go. That pumpkin chai candle is incredible. I have mentioned them before, but an incredible candle company free of all the crap that so many candles unfortunately have with them that are dangerous to breathe in. This is the real deal. And I do have a discount code that I'll continue to post in the show notes for you. So if you want to try out a happy fall candle, go for it. But create and establish your own work environment right? Are you doing a task that's challenging? Play that one song that you need that you can instantly play to feel like you can conquer the world. Refresh your desk, get rid of the clutter. If you need to physically like take a stack of papers that are messy and disorganized and move them to another section, well then do it. Allow yourself a fresh space to work that's clean and clear and can allow your senses to thrive. Number seven, a killer morning routine right? In order to have a successful day of work, we have to start in the beginning when it all begins, which is in the morning when you wake up. When you hopefully don't hit snooze 16,000 times, not talking to myself at all over here, but getting up out of bed with the intention and the purpose that, hey, today is going to be great. So figure out what you need to do in your morning to fill you up and to fill you with joy and to get you in the right mind space, head space, mental space, heart space, to do the things you need to do today and to do them well. What is your breakfast situation? What is your morning coffee situation? Are you able to get yourself ready and dressed and showered and put together in that favorite outfit before any kids wake up and then you are needed and and beckoned on, all right? 
What can you do in your morning to establish your routine for greatness? Do you need time spent in your morning with your planner or your agenda, making that quick little to-do list of the things that have to get done or your top three for the day? Or do you need time with your journal to reflect and to let your stresses and your anxieties out or your devotional? What is it that you need to really center yourself and pour into you first as part of your morning routine before then you go out into the world, into your life, and pour into everybody else? A killer morning routine is critical to having a successful day of work. Now, quick little strategy here because nothing's perfect. And if you're like me, you have these ideas of, hey, this is what I'm going to do every morning. And then sure enough, you wake up after snoozing the alarm 20 times and you realize, oh crap, I now have 20 minutes to get myself together and everybody else together and out the door. So smart little tip, have a backup plan, have a super quick, super easy morning routine that can be done in like less than 10 or 15 minutes to still give you that sense of peace and purpose. So even if you wake up crazy and things are already chaotic from the beginning, it doesn't have to continue on that way. You can stop, you can refresh, you can still do a few things that you know you need to be able to move on and still stay strong. Okay, number eight, you got to do things the night before to set yourself up for success. Doing the things that need to get done the day before your actual next day of work. So you can actually start that next day off super strong. All right, what bags need to be packed? What lunches or snacks needed to be prepped? Anything you can do with laying out your outfit for the day or helping lay out what the kids are gonna wear. What are tasks that you do in the morning that do take a little bit of time that can be easily done at night and give you a few minutes back of your day? By having a plan and knowing what needs to get done the night before, you're already doing yourself a huge service of getting rid of the stress and getting rid of the anxiety because you now can go to sleep with purpose and peace because you don't have to worry about all these little things. You know what you're wearing. You know what's going to be for lunch. You know what needs to be packed because it's already packed. And this allows you to sleep in a more peaceful and a more less stressed place, which has all the freedom in the world. Okay, number nine, actual preparations for your workday. Think about this when you are closing up shop the day before, right? Think about this before you leave your classroom, before you leave your desk to head home, before you leave your home office, or think about this as you are closing up shop on the laundry room, the kitchen, all the other home tasks that you might be constantly absorbed with when you are fully in the home all day. Think about the things you can do to help yourself for the next day. Write things already and charged and set up so you don't even have to do that preparation the morning of. And once you wake up and your day begins, you can go ahead and dive head on first into all the things that you need to do. As a teacher, for me, this is making sure copies are done ahead of time and I know what the plan is and I know how I'm going to execute the plan and my whiteboard is reset with the new date and the new assignments written for my students. And my desk is set up and the students' desk, students' desk are set up the way they need to be. So whatever you can do to help yourself by maybe re-setting up your work office and your desk to have everything ready for the next day, making sure all your things are charged, right? 
I was looking at the vacuum cleaner earlier today and I was like, well, I really need a vacuum, the stairs and the upstairs, but the vacuum cleaner is hmm, dead. So what are things that I can do ahead of time to set myself up for success? What are the preparations you can do ahead of time to help yourself by propelling you further to really truly make that next day super, super successful? Can you prep the snacks? Can you prep your water? Can you prep by charging all the things or having the tasks that you know you're going to do ready to be done, right? What are the actual things you can do in your workspace to prepare yourself for the next day? And finally, number 10, your perspective. In order to have a successful day of work, you have to have the right perspective. You have to have the right mindset. And if you don't, and if you can't, well, fake it till you make it. There are lots of moments. There are lots of moments in my career where seasons are harder and things are more frustrating and that joy for teaching and that joy and that passion isn't necessarily the first thing in my heart or the first thing off of my mouth, okay? And in those seasons, you have to fight for it. And in those seasons, I fake it because believe it or not, if I'm teaching a lesson that's like, okay, this isn't my favorite lesson to teach, but I'm gonna just do everything I can to find as much joy as I possibly can If I do that, believe it or not, the joy will come. It will get there. I will find it by faking out that enthusiasm and faking out the excitement. It will show up and then everything becomes so much better. Focus on your perspective. We as humans have such an amazing ability to really truly focus on where our mind is and focus on where our heart is. And it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of practice and it takes a lot of diligence, but we can position our mind in the right place and we can focus on gratitude and we can focus on thankfulness. Even when it's hard, we can force ourselves to truly just focus on the one little glimmer of hope, the one thing that can bring a smile. And if we can do that, if we can hold on to that right perspective, even if it's for a few moments, right? You don't need it for the whole day, right? That can be too hard for some times in some moments and some seasons, but just for a moment to practice that perspective and to focus on gratitude and to focus on the things that are going right and the things that are going well and to cherish those moments and hold on to them. And if you can't, you just got to fake it until you make it. And I'm a strong believer in that because I've done it before and it does work. So... Those are the 10 things, your step-by-step guide to how to have a successful day of work. Starting with that favorite outfit, number two, a plan, a happy commute, the right kind of sustenance, conversation, community, and camaraderie, creating your own work environment, having that killer morning routine, focusing on establishing preparations the night before, as well as preparations for your actual workspace, and finally, number 10, having the right perspective. Guys, you got this. I'm so excited for you to have this day, to have your work day, to go on into this week, and to truly live in a more closer version to who you want to be. Because yes, it is absolutely possible and you got this. No matter what hardship or challenge or obstacle is thrown your way, you can do this. I believe in you. These great moments The great days at work are possible and I am cheering you on to get there. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. I have a fun 
few fun things in store the next couple of weeks, a few extra episodes I'll be dropping. So stay tuned for that as we truly celebrate the beautiful and wonderful season of all things fall. Until next time, guys, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.